Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Black Metal Altar. I'm your host, Monslight. This week I'm very excited because I am going to be reviewing the latest Pest Noir album, which was released late last year. Uh, I think it was uploaded onto the Militant Zone YouTube channel on December 22nd, I think. Around then, anyway. I know it was just before Christmas. So I'm going to be letting you know my thoughts on that. But before we get into it, uh, let's go through some of the news from this week. Firstly, the Lords of Chaos movie has a trailer that's been released, a more in-depth trailer than what we were originally given. And a lot of people seem pissed. You know, if you don't know what it is, basically it's a film about the uprising of Norwegian black metal in the early 90s, so the story of Varg and, you know, mayhem and all that kind of shit and the murdering and the church burnings. And a lot of people seem pissed off about it because apparently the bands, you know, Varg from Burzum, Dark Throne and Mayhem and stuff haven't accepted it as a true representation of what happened. I doubt they've probably seen it yet. Maybe they have. I don't know. But either way, it's being released. Saying that, though, I think Necrobutcher is apparently... This is actually according to a listener of the show who commented this when I posted the trailer, says that uh, Necrobutcher is okayed, you know, using the music and stuff. So, you know, can't be all that bad. But obviously the issue is with this movie is that a lot of people are getting pissy about it, going, oh, it's, it's going to make a load of noobs come to black metal who don't understand the scene and all this, that and the other. And it's just like, <sighs> shut the fuck up. The people saying that are probably in their 20s, like I am. I'm 28 years old. When all that shit was going down in Norway, uh, you know, the start of the second wave of black metal, I was a fucking baby sitting there watching fucking Playbus. You know? I don't have a fucking dog in that fight. And I don't have a right, because I wasn't involved in it, to say whether it's a good thing for the scene or not. You know? Even if you were of black metal listening age back then and listening to it, unless you were involved in that scene... Shut the fuck up. It's got nothing to do with you. It's a movie, for fuck's sake. Get a grip. If you're that bothered, just don't watch it. You know, it's fucking stupid. Anyway, moving on. From the ashes of Woden's Throne comes a new band. Um, I did see a post about this a few weeks ago, but Nemorus, I believe that's how you pronounce it, uh, they're a five-piece band hailing from the northeast of England, and will apparently amply fill everyone's need for black metal. Shrouded in mystery at present, we eagerly await their material. Now, I really do eagerly await their material, because a post came up from their page. I've liked their Facebook page, so I can keep track of what's going on. They've been announced for Biker Grave Festival, alongside bands such as uh, Volcano, Solstice, Chapel of Disease, Hell Ripper, and there's a few other bands. But anyway, Nemorous have been announced for this. And I know there's obviously buzz around the project because they're ex-Woden's Thrones members, Woden's Thrones, Woden's Throne members, and that's fine, I get that. But there's no music to listen to yet. Like, how can you get on a festival bill to play half an hour to 45 minutes worth of music if there's nothing for the festival organisers to go by yet? You know, and it's, like I said, shrouded in mystery. Well, for all we know, it could just be fucking 45 minutes of fart noises. So I, I don't understand how you can get onto a festival bill 
without actually having any music out there yet to get people hyped up. You know, I don't really know how that works. I mean, good luck to them, and I'm really looking forward to hearing what they come out with. But being announced for a festival? Come on, I know. It doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, that's the two major points that I picked up from this week in the black metal community. Let's move on to my review of Pest Noir's latest album. Where does the church believe this pestilence has come from? I don't believe God is punishing us like many do. I say from France, where all foul things emerge. Oh yes, so a lot of people have been asking me to review this album and it was released late 2018 through Militant Zone and Famine from Pest Noir's own label. I'm not going to try and pronounce it, you are going to get enough botched French from me tonight as it is. So, Pest Noir, it's split into two parts. So it's been advertised as a split between Pest Noir and Noir Pest. And the reason for that is because there's a traditional side, so what we're used to hearing from Pest Noir, and there's the degenerate side, which is more of an experimental avenue that Famine has decided to go down. For me, I like that idea because it kind of... of, He's kind of covering his own tracks, if you get what I mean. If he was to release the degenerate side, which we'll get into on its own, people would be like, whoa, fucking hell, Pest Noir has gone downhill. But he's not released it technically under the Pest Noir label. It's under Noir Pest. So if people were to take issue with it, he could just be like, well, yeah, but it's experimental. That's why it's not under the Pest Noir name, dickhead. So it's actually quite a good way he's done it, really. A lot of bands obviously falter because they try and change their sound and try and evolve their sound, and old-school fans become very much, oh, it doesn't sound anything like your old stuff. And that's where a lot of bands go downhill. So I think he's made the right choice of doing it in this way. To me, the first song on the album, Orcs Arms, there's your first crap French attempt by me, it's very reminiscent of Le Dernier Putsch, but, uh, which was off Pessimal's last album, which they released a video for, which is a re- really, really good video. I like this one. It's a really good way to start the album. You know, it's classic Pessimal. The vocals are really, really good. That's always something that stood out for me with Pessimal. The way that, I don't know, I'm guessing he just gets a few fucking beers down him and he just stands in front of a mic with his lyric sheet in front of him and just goes to town. You know, very much how I see uh, the vocalist from Shining, the Swedish one, not the Norwegian one. You know, when you hear him go nuts in his songs, I love that kind of thing. You know, there's not a technique going on to get that kind of scream. He's just going mental. And it works really well for Pest Noir. Um, This song, there is trumpets in it which is awesome. And when I first heard the song, I didn't actually notice them. Not because they're low in the mix, but just because they work. And it doesn't sound like a gimmick. You know what I mean? Like, let me give you an example. That song Maya, or Mir, from um, Tuck, uh, where there's the banjo solo in the middle of it. 
you know, that's in the song and it's become very famous because of it, because of the banjo solo. And the rest of the song is really good. And the banjo solo is good. I really like it. But it is there as almost like a gimmick. Like, hey, listen to this. You know, you, you, got, you get the aux cable in the car and your mate goes, dude, dude, have you listened to this? I've been guilty of that. I've done it with some of my mates who don't really listen to black metal. I'm like, God, listen to this. Pure black metal. But then a banjo solo? What's going on there? And with the trumpets on this album which come up a few times in different other songs as well, it doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel like a gimmick. They really just sink into the mix really, really well, and it doesn't feel out of place. You know what I mean? The guitar playing, Famine's guitar playing's always really interested me. As a mainly a guitar player myself, I've always been obsessed with different styles of play. And Famine's guitar playing... You, you you could pick it out of a crowd. And that's what I really like about it because he, especially with the lead lines, he uses a lot of the whammy bar. Now, if any of you out there who uh, aren't guitarists, uh, when you hear dive bombs and songs and stuff where it's like that whole boom thing coming from a guitar, that's used by the whammy bar or a whammy pedal, which is just an emulation pedal of what the whammy bar does. And he uses that a lot. And it creates a lovely dissonance between what's going on on the other instruments and what he's doing on the guitar. And it kind of gives it like a drunken hooligan vibe. You know, it sounds lazy, it sounds sloppy, occasionally it sounds out of tune because obviously the notes are changing. But that really works. And it's definitely on purpose. I'm guessing when he records, he probably records a solo or something... And it sounds too perfect. So maybe he'll go back and re-record it and put some whammy dives in, even just slight ones, and it'll just send the send the melody out of tune a little bit, which, like I say, gives it that degenerate kind of vibe. So I really, really enjoy that. The guitar tone on this album is another thing as well. A lot of people out there who record their own music, here's a hint for you. Don't put your gain up to 10 it doesn't work. It doesn't sound good. Some of the heaviest riffs ever and some of the heaviest bands ever, they'll have their gain on about four or five on their amplifier or on their plug-in or whatever like that. And the reason you do that is because the guitar tone will still have, obviously, distortion on it, but it won't, it won't muddy the sound. It won't muddy what's going on. And if anything, it'll make the notes ring out more. Tool is the best example for that. If anyone out there is a Tool fan, the game is never above six, you know, unless maybe for a solo or something like that. And it really gives that kind of chug a chance to breathe, you know. And Famine's choice of guitar tone on this is very, very similar in the sense that the arpeggios throughout the album really get a chance to ring out and they sound really, really nice. And you can tell the gain's not too far. You know, so there's just a hint for you out there. And I think it's really something that you should take on board as a guitar player, especially if you want to write black metal music or distorted music. I've made the mistake in the past of putting a lot of gain onto my guitar. And, it, you know, listening back now, I'm like, fucking hell, you can't hear that riff at all. You can hear the melody kind of, but you can't hear the punch of the notes, you know. But yeah, the album cover is something that's quite nice. Probably trigger a lot of people. You know, it's very vaudeville, burlesque looking uh, with the logo. I uploaded a picture the other day onto the Black Metal Lotto Facebook page, which I hope you're all following. 
And you can check out the cover there or just type it in on the internet or whatever. It's a really interesting cover. I mean, Famine's probably one of the few people in the black metal scene who could get away with doing blackface. I'll just leave it at that and let you guys let me know what you think. Alexi from Moloth. He uh, makes a short appearance on this album in Raid Eclair, which is track four. Yeah, excuse my French again. (laughs) But Alexi from Moloth has guest vocals on this, and I've never liked his vocal style. You know, it's very high-pitched, very shouty, and I just don't think it fits with anything. It's really weird. I don't even think it fits with Moloth's own music a lot of the time. The song Scum by them, that's pretty good, and it kind of suits... But, I don't know, in Pest Noir, as much as Famine gets up to the mic and just goes nuts, it seems to work, it sounds aggressive, it sounds masculine. And Alexi's obviously not a guy that most people want to cross. You know, he's a physically imposing gentleman. But vocally, he sounds like fucking Herbert from Family Guy who's just stepped on a piece of Lego. You know, I'm sure I'll get a load of fucking shit from Militant Sound Guys for that comment, but fucking whatever. But, yeah, vocally, it's not for me. And I know, you know, Famine's been hanging around in Ukraine a lot with the Moloth guys and the Militant Zone guys and stuff and probably made sense for him to be on the album, Alexi, that is. But to me, I just think it's just a waste, just a waste of time. Like, oh, let's get my buddy on, you know. He doesn't bring anything to the song, personally, you know. Which is a shame because the vocals on the album by Famine really stand out. Like I say, just that aggression that he has is absolutely amazing. And sometimes I wish, God, you know, I I wish I knew what he was saying. You know, I think I've got a C in GCSE in French. You know, je m'appelle Monslight. That's as far as I can go. That's it. You know, I don't know what the fuck he's on about. And maybe that's why it's work. It works. I've said that before in uh, the introduction episode, which I hope you've all listened to. I think a lot of the time people see Pest Noir and the Militant Zone guys and the bands associated with that as, you know, they're fighting a black metal war, you know, and it sounds all dark and foreboding, but, you know, a lot of the times when you translate the lyrics, it's just like, hmm, yeah, not a lot of effort's gone in there, maybe. But the first side of the album, the traditional side, I really, really enjoyed. You know, it does kind of start to get a bit repetitive and predictable. Probably around track four, that's the song with Alexion from Moloth. It starts to get a bit more kind of predictable. And it's not that I switched off. It's just it wasn't wasn't really doing as much for me as the first couple of songs, you know. Songe Viking, which is track three, I really, really enjoyed that one. And obviously, like I say, Orc's Arms was a really good one, the track track one. But yeah, and then we move on to the degenerate side of the split which is, uh, you know, interesting. I saw a lot of people in the comments going, oh, fucking famine, doing rap songs now. Who the fuck does he think he is? This is a black metal. It's just like, bitch, he's a fucking experimental musician. He can do what the fuck he wants. And I'd love to see you go up to his face and say that. Like, oh yeah, you're not true anymore. God, I fucking hate people who use that phrase. It's fucking gay. But yeah, so the degenerate side... 
you know, I don't think there's any real drums on it. It's very much MIDI drums, um, programmed drums. And, you know, it's got that kind of hip-hop beat vibe. There's only one song that really stands out for me, and that's uh, Aristocrats. The rest of it sounds like that. It doesn't do anything for me, you know, and that's not to say I don't enjoy rap music. I love rap music. But it's just one of those things. It's like, I'm glad he's experimenting. He's got a right to experiment. Fair play. But I'll go back and listen to the traditional side of the album. I really will. I'll go back and I'll enjoy it and I'll dissect it some more. But that latter half, I've listened to it probably about three times all the way through. But literally just for the sake of this review, so I've got something to talk about. But after this, I I can't see myself going back to it. You know, there was nothing greatly enjoyable about it. It was like lounge backing music to me. You know, like the soundtrack of a rebellion, maybe. I don't know if that's what he's going for. But I can't see people going, oh, have you heard this song from Pessoir? Yeah, keep this on. I can't see anybody doing it. But like I say, I love the fact he's experimenting. You know, more people need to experiment and look outside the box when it comes to extreme music. I think that's absolutely great that he's doing that. And he's got the fucking stones to do it as well. A lot of people just stay in their lane when they're in a band and don't experiment with lyrical ideas or don't experiment with musical ideas. And those are the bands that become stale, you know? Look at Cannibal Corpse. They've got a formula. Look at Slayer. They've got a formula. If they stepped out of that, people would go fucking ballistic. But, you know, Pest Noir has always experimented. And I think a lot of the people who are saying they have an issue with the experimentation on the latter half of this album haven't really listened to Pest Noir before because he's always experimented with stuff, experimented with different vocal styles and vocalists and instruments and samples. So fucking fair play to him, you know. That doesn't mean I'm going to listen to it again, mainly because it's half an album's worth of famine shouting over MIDI choirs and basic plug-in drum beats. But... You know, speaking of plugins, though, I have discovered a plugin on Logic that will translate French music into English. So I'm going to take one of these rap songs off the latter half of the new Pest Noir album and stick it in this plugin and see what happens. So this is Aristocrats in its original form. Now let's add the French to English translation plugin on Logic to the track and see what happens. These niggas said it hurt me, I ain't hurt oh, you. Get the fuck up on my fucking face before I murder you. Bitch, niggas on my jacket block, but I know they fool. Whole squad full of fucking killers, I'm a killer too. Set it shot, 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 nigga. God, how do you turn it off? Pop, 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 nigga. The big old rah, 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 Well then, there you have it. So, (laughs) that was my review for Pest Noir's Pest Noir album, or Pest Noir Noir Pest Split. I really enjoyed the album overall. I don't have much bad to say about it, other than maybe it drags on a little bit. Both sides, definitely the degenerate side, really drags on in my opinion. 
Vocals really stand out as always. Famine is an excellent vocalist. Guitar work, really good as usual. Backing vocals, really good. The trumpets, like I say at the start, don't sound forced. Um, when we move to the degenerate side of the album, yeah, I'm going to give a hard pass. I appreciate the experimentation. I appreciate the work and the layering that's gone into recording those songs, but it's just not for me. And like I say, that's not because I don't like rap music and I don't like that kind of style of music. I just think personally for me, that's not what I want to hear when I listen to Pest Noir. But let me know what you think. Maybe you enjoyed the degenerate side more than the traditional side. If so, I'd love to hear your feedback. You can contact me at the Black Metal Altar Facebook page as well as Instagram. Let me know your thoughts. To do a rating on this album, I'm going to do it as it is, a split. So first half of the album, the traditional side, I'm going to give a solid 7 out of 10. Really enjoyed it. We'll be going back to the songs. Lat half, the degenerate side, I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10. I liked it, first time I heard it, but to me, there's no reason for me to go back to it. And I appreciate the experimentation. Not for me, dude. Sorry. So let's move on to my non-metal song of the week. I thought this was fitting considering the album that I've just reviewed, tying some styles in together. And it also reminds me of the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 soundtrack. So here's Bring the Noise by Anthrax and Public Enemy.
ghost, so you stop feeling like a comatose Damn, my man, the beat's the same when I post those Rock with some pizzazz, it will last, why it was Rule with the rock stars, you never get accepted as We got to plead the fifth, we can't investigate Don't need to wait, get the record straight Hey, Monty and Effect got flavor, Terminator Hey, the side checks play to get paid We got to check it out, that on the avenue Our magazine or two is dissing me and dissing you Yeah, I'm telling you Awesome song. Takes me back to my youth. So let me know what you thought of the Pest Noir album and send me a message at the Black Metal Altar podcast Facebook page or send me a message on Instagram, also on there as well. And I will catch you next time. I've been your host, Monslight. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.